You're listening to the FUVFC Podcast on WFUVSports.org. Thanks so much, John. We really appreciate the new intro. Thanks so much, buddy. It's great. I don't even have to introduce that this is WFUVFC Podcast. I mean, this is great. Hello, everybody. This is Mir Gori, followed up by Ricardo Franco over here. We're just going to man the reins here without John. I mean, John did a fantastic podcast last week. I just want to give a little bit of a shout-out. He did absolutely fantastically with our interview. It was great. It was a great interview. I don't know much about the MLS, but, you know, I actually was a little bit inspired. I even told him that, and, and you know, I'm actually going to try a lot harder to, to watch the games because— you got to give it a chance. Yeah, i got to <laughs> give it a chance. You know, it's like you can't knock if you haven't tried it. So, you know what I mean, guys? But anyway, uh, so today we're just going to talk a lot about the Premier League and, unfortunately, not so much Serie A. I know it's, like, my big thing, but we're just going to skip out on it today. Anyway, so, Rich, tell me, what do you think? I'm really frustrated with Guardiola. I— predicted Manchester City was going to win the title this year. Uh, I didn't like his attitude when he was at Bayern. Um, obviously, being Italian, you know, we have this friction between the Italian and the Spanish. We always think the Spanish have this attitude. But in a way, I think Guardiola, after being a bit spoiled, having Messi, Eto'o, you know, Ronaldinho, Ibrahimovic, Iniesta, Xavi, all those players on his teams, who aren't just like stars in the world, but like Hall of Fame players, you know, all-time greats. I'm starting to think that Although he had a great system, I think it really just fit for Spain. I'm not so sure if he's really cut out to be a world-class coach on an international level, which means not international game, but just taking his style to other games. Because I think there is a certain identity of the culture that plays into the soccer Game, right, I mean, or the football game, he, he, whichever way you want to call He it. is Spanish, so obviously yeah. he fits in fairly well. Oh, no, no, well. excuse me, he's Catalonian. Yeah, oh, yes. Let's po- really be politically po- Politically correct, correct. he's Catalonian. Because we're right? So. Exactly, we have, we have to be, PC, we have to be that way. Warriors, everybody, let's go. So, I, I, I disagree that he can compete at an international level because yes, he has won the Champions League, so he is competing against other teams. He's competing against them in... That the top teams in the other leagues, but is it more so the domestic that you're concerned with? It, it no, like I that just, type of competition. I think, no, I mean, well, obviously we can't have to worry about the domestic because if we just look at how he did at Bayern, obviously they were amazing. But if you just looked at the Champions League, who did they get smacked by in both uh, all three times by Real Madrid? I mean, Real Madrid obliterated them uh, my freshman year, my sophomore year. And and I think also my eighth, my uh, senior year in high school, if I remember correctly, in in the three times that he's taken the team, they've gone annihilated by by Spanish teams, and none other than Real Madrid, the team that he hates. Right. And so for me, like already, you can tell just on the Champions League level that he's not great. But then, you know, this week he talked about the fact that just to be in the Premier League's top four is almost like an achievement. When at the beginning of the year he made a joke about how oh. You know, this, this the competition is the same everywhere in the world. Right. But I but think it, I, I disagree. It, the competition is different in the Premiership yeah, r- compared to saying. the other leagues. I, I think it's a lot harder, and so I don't think he's personally. I just don't think he's. I think he just should stick to Spain. I, it's hard. It's hard to gauge based off of the one year that he's been at City. But City's, granted, but City. But then look at how he was at Bayern. But domestically, they they won the cups. They won the league. They what what troubled they them was the was League. was the Champions League, so 
against Spanish teams. Against, against Spanish teams, which is true, which is true. So I'm not 100% sure where you can really gauge that. I mean, that Real Madrid team, I believe, was far better than the Bayern Munich team. I mean, yeah, that was when Bale was was the $100 million man that he was. So, obviously, Bale's running a couple injuries lately. Uh, Real Madrid yeah. aren't really the team that they that they were, but that was that was a real, I, w- I would say, almost a super team that you kind of put together on a video game. So, actually, I, I need to correct myself. They lost to Real Madrid two times in a row, and then they lost to Atletico Madrid last year. Um, so, basically, they lose to the Madrid teams. Um, Which are great teams. Yeah, so they are. It's, it's, they, are. they are. But, I mean, look, let me put it to you this way. He's Spanish. He plays the Spanish style, and he can't beat Spanish teams in the Champions League with German players. What does that tell you? I guess that he can't take German players through to the to the nat- to the international so now, stage. So now but, let's go to the English example. He's at Manchester City, and they can't beat. Did, did, didn't they lose to Leicester? Right? My, my, no, they did not. No, no, they didn't play Leicester. Who did they play in the? <sighs> I want to say they played. Did they play? Mo- no, they didn't play Monaco. They might. They actually might have played Monaco. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look this up right now. But I, I, you know, they 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 lost again this year. And you look at the players just domestically. We'll just go from from the right. domestic example before we we find out who was in the Champions League very soon. But um, you know, you just look at it, and and the players just look confused. They don't look like they're engaged in in the at all. They don't look happy. And you know, I I was I was thinking the other day. You know, when when you're a professional athlete, you gotta love what you're doing at the same time. I mean, yes, it has become a job, but you gotta love right. what you're doing. If you don't love what you're doing, you're not gonna perform exactly. At, at the and it's optimal a game. Level. Like the bottom line is, it's a game. So you're supposed to enjoy with it. love and passion. Yeah, it, and, it's it's that type of game. And I think that I, I think that they. They don't look happy. I mean, he's attacking Kunaguer uh, uh, almost every day. Yes, they lost to Monaco three to one. So yeah, I don't know. I just for me, I I, I just, I'm starting to really get disappointed. It's mainly because I was wrong on my pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. A little bitter, but <laughs> but look, Chelsea's run away with the Premier League this year. Manchester City currently sit fourth with 58 points, and they're behind Liverpool with 59, and Tottenham are in second with 62. So. The top three, the top four, barring Chelsea, is are pretty close. So, City has competed fairly well. And remember, at the beginning of the year, they had a rough patch where City was just, who were they? Like, they, there was no identity. And, and I think that they began to pick up some speed later on. I mean, we saw the rebirth of Raheem Sterling this year. Yeah, I, I Pep I Guardiola totally has brought Raheem Sterling back to, you know, the fifty million the, that they the kind of paid for him, right? And and I agree. I I think that he's done a lot of good in certain senses. But I just my thing is, if we ask the question, is Guardiola fit for the Premier League? I think that his style, like of of his obsession over tactics, doesn't really weigh into the Premier League because the Premier League is famous for not being technically technically like advanced, but more so it's, just having it's a, lot wor- of a lot of work, a ho- lot yeah, of work, horse guys, attitude. Yeah. And, and that's pretty much what the Premier League is. And, and Guardiola is not that. And that's why it's just concerning me because in fact, if we just look at some of their, their young defenders, they're, they're just, they're not taking that step in, in tactically to understand what he's trying to do. And, and I think that's because maybe the English game is behind, but that makes me think like, is he kind of wasting his time there? You know, but anyway, Let's let's talk about Chelsea a little bit. 
is Conte the best manager this year in the world? In I, the world, it see it's hard because I, I believe so. Just and I, and I want to say this just because of the way in which Chelsea was turned around. I I, I do yeah, believe tenth last year exactly, and and now they're running away with the Premier League. The the likelihood of a team catching them is slim to none. It barring a, a collapse. So and six and six games yeah. ahead of the second place right. team and. There's, it's Conte brought back that passion. It's that, the Italian that player. Ricardo. It is. It is. You know I, I know. We, both we know got what it. We're talking about. So John doesn't know what he's missing. <laughs> he's missing the Italian pod. We should really talk about Serie A, but whatever. That's another day. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. He brought it that back flair. that fire, you know, and and it really reignited Chelsea, yeah. and the players are just kind of playing with that kind of swagger and the type of like we are the best, and you know you don't. I, I can't really say that a a real the a manager of in in uh, uh, La Liga is a manager of the year just because oh and, and uh, Sampioli you think Sampioli is uh, the with, Sevilla coach yeah but but like my with point passion is that right what you're saying? it's like the type of pa- like I just don't see another manager that can I can really compare to Conte in, in which he turned a team around. Yeah, to me, Klopp is the closest, but he, he hasn't turned around Liverpool the same way. And I think right. there are two reasons to that. One is maybe Conte is a better coach, maybe, or a manager. Maybe he is, maybe he is. But also the second thing is Conte has a lot more money. You know, Liber- I agree, Liverpool yes. Liverpool is like your glorified Everton, really, right? And, and, and uh, Chelsea is backed by a Russian billionaire. They have the money, <laughs> the and and also crazy. I'd also go to, go to the extent to say the personnel at Chelsea is is better. A bi- is better. It, yeah. He Conte came into a Chelsea team that had better players. Yeah, if you go player by player, Costa or Sturridge, you're obviously exactly. taking almost every Chelsea player. And you have it's amazing. Where, like, there's no Hazard on on Has, Liverpool. Hazard has just really become like. He's back. He is. He's, he's the he's, player that we back. that we saw a few years ago that yeah. was so dominant. And I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of his. I've never really liked his style. I think he's always going to kind of be like that. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, bail. Coulda, woulda, right. shoulda. A possible like like at his He peak. never really fully reached that potential. Yeah, I mean, like obviously he's he's 26 right now, so like he still has time. But like, you know, at 26, you usually kind of see where they're going, and Correct. he. It's hard for him to to with him to really see where he's going because his potential is great, but he's not a consistent player. So you're saying if he hasn't learned the consistency in his game or he hasn't reached that point at 26, I mean, when is he going to learn that? You know, so, right? Messi was Messi at 26, so oh, yeah. Messi was right. Messi at 16. But but yeah, <laughs> but but my but my point is that right. a lot of guys when they get to 26, this is where they're they're the, yeah. That's this is are. this is who they are. Yeah. So Except for Hamas, Hamas is the guy <laughs> on the bench at 26, which is not fair. Right. And so it, finding his identity, I agree that you know Hazard is he's a great player, but I agree he, he's he's just not he's not going to live out to that full potential and the hype that was kind of put around him. So mentioning, I, I just mentioned Hamas. Do you think that he could be somebody in, just in terms of transfer targets? Just going back to Manchester City for a second, because I was just thinking. Do you think Hamas could go to Manchester City? You know, pair him up with De Bruyne and Sterling. He's I'm a little I'm, tougher. He, like he is. T- he's he's a he's a definitely a thicker guy. Yeah. Compared to some of the other guys that came from La Liga, such as Di Maria. And so, he's bigger than De Bruyne and definitely Sterling. Sterling. Right. So, but I, I'm just I mean, not 100 percent sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could just you know. blow him over. So exactly. <laughs> I'm flying in the wind when I'm Ooh. outside. <laughs> 
little draft, then you're just gone. Right. So, Hamas, there's a potential for him to play well in the Premier League, but I'm a little hesitant to say that he could make the move. There's been links over, and kind of, I'm I'm hesitant to the extent where it's pretty much because he isn't playing at Real Madrid. He's been, he's been on the bench. So, does he? Is it that he needs the opportunity to to come and play? Is he not? Is he just not good enough? So, so my question is, why is he really not playing at Real Madrid? Is is so there are two reasons why he's not playing at Real Madrid. One is Zidane doesn't really like his style because they both played the same position. Zidane played center attacking mid and so did Hamas. But Hamas doesn't have the same uh, ball handling skills and and just vision that Zidane had. But granted, Zidane Z- is Zidane. Zidane, you're not, not going to find another Zizou. Exactly. But, but then again, you know, if you're Zidane, obviously you're going to think that way, right? You can't think right. like, I don't know, like, I'm Georgie Best, you know, like another right. player who's an attacker, you know. But that's the thing about Hamas. Hamas is like, if there is such a thing as a tweener in, in, in soccer, Hamas is kind of that. He should be a striker, but he's not. He has the vision of a striker. He has the ability of a striker, but he doesn't have the necessary power of a right. striker because he is a little undersized for that. And he doesn't have the, the necessarily dribbling the necessary dribbling skills like a phenom, like say a Messi, because Messi's small, but he's his dribbling so phenomenal that he he gets away with it. And he's, he's balanced not, his dribbling, exactly. his touch. Like Tevis is small, but he's strong. Hamas is 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 about that height. He's a little taller, but he's not as strong as Tevis. He's not as tall as Ronaldo. He's obviously not Z, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and he's not Bale. So he's kind of like stuck. He's like not quite as tall to be like a powerful guy, and he's not stocky enough to be a, a dude that bulldoze. And he doesn't have quite the skill like a Messi. Right. So it, it's it's hard to kind of find that type of position, or you, he needs that perfect system to play in. And I think that's pretty much where. Why he thrived so well at, at, at Monaco, and he thrived so well at, at w- when playing with Colombia, and it was kind of that they kind of played around him. Yeah, they played counterattacking. It's very loose, free flowing. You know, personally, I would have loved to have seen him. Uh, granted, I'm not a big Barcelona fan, but I'm saying like the fit. I think personally would have been a lot nicer if he had gone to Barcelona, and and Suarez would have instead gone to Real Madrid. You know, I, I right. because I think in a way Suarez is a little overlooked at Barcelona. Even though I know last year he was the goal scorer, um, and this year he's he's the second highest goal scorer, leader of the team. But I think last year he was the leading goal scorer because Messi was hurt. You know, so it's right. like if they have all their guns ready, Suarez is a little overlooked at Barcelona. I think Hamas would have fit in better. But you know, sticking with the Premier League, um, let's go to Mourinho. Uh, is is Mourinho a special good? one? He's uh, yeah, exactly. That, that <laughs> drives me nuts. If okay, first of all, do you think they're going to be top four this year? Do you think Manchester United is going to finish top four? Not your original pick, just it's, as of right now. As of right now, consi- considering with the tie yesterday, Manchester United are they're fifth, four, right? They're they're in fifth, and they're four points back of City. I I'm not a hundred percent sure at, as to you know how they're going to get there. It's it's really looking a little dismal. The the light do- definitely sh- dimmed a little bit for them to make that crack that top four, but they haven't lost in I I believe the last sixteen fixtures. They have one defeat in the last sixteen fixtures, so they're playing well, but they're not winning. Yeah, it's it's like they're they're. Their talent to me, the, the the issue with the team is that Mourinho's not really doing a good enough job 
uh, carrying that team, like, I'm not carrying that team, but like bringing that team together, giving them the confidence and developing them properly. But he, he's he's never really been the man that was so fired up. He's never he's he's definitely no. He's a dude that fires other people up because he he makes them angry and then right. they do well. Like like at Chelsea, like like John Terry. He's he said John Terry is old, and then two years ago he was ungodly. Exactly. So it, it he's a different managing yeah. style. So I'm just. I'm a, a little not sold as to, you know, where Mourinho is. And something I do want to point out is Jose Mourinho has only won six home games in 2016 and 2017. Talk about a fortress, guys. Yeah. Really. Old Trafford is, is, is no longer the fortress that it is. It is just, it, it baffles me. And then, you know, talking about how Antoine Griezmann is going to be on the team next year, I don't really see him as a fit there. And it's like, hello, what about Marcus Rashford? Yeah, exactly. You know, so, like he's a transcendent player on that team. He's 18 years old. He barely gets a shot. Last week he threw he threw an 18 year old Marcus Rashford under the bus. Last and, and, last and, and you got to think like what is that? What does that do to an 18 year old uh, trying to make his mark? For your team? Uh, it, it's there's there's an identity crisis at United trying to figure out like like where is this team going? I think personally there's a division in the team. That's my opinion. Because the minute that Zlatan is not in the game, they look terrible. And then they he, don't. And they, then exactly. He, he was in the game uh, this past weekend, and they got a tie because of him. Right. He got a penalty kick. And, and he him. and he scored it. Yeah. And, and power to him. But, again, Zlatan represents that old Mourinho, that Inter right. Milan that, Mourinho. That made Mourinho Mourinho. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like Zlatan was on that team. He's got, like, he's still, like, friends with Mourinho probably, but, like, they're older. I, look, I I read I read Zlatan's book. I, I strongly oh recommend God. it. I I I loved it. I am Zlatan. Fantastic book. It's a fantastic book, but my God, I can't believe you read I, it. I, I read it. I, I, I read, read like that. an excerpt. That's oh, I terrible. read I read the whole thing, oh. and he talked about how great of a manager Mourinho was, and how he really kind of cares about his players. He, as soon as uh, well, he, he cares was transferred, Luke Shaw, but. <laughs> And I want to say that he cares about certain players, but yeah, this was, exactly. obviously this was Zlatan's experience. Okay, right. So it was spoken through Zlatan, and he was kind of saying how you know Mourinho, right as soon as as he te- as I was transferred, he texted me, and he was saying, and this was during the international break, and he was texting him saying like, oh hey, like I, I watched your game today. So it's like he cared, and Mourinho's that tactical type of guy that is watching film all the time, and he wants to yeah. figure out his best his players and his options. So. Mourinho was I, I see it as a is a guy who he likes a type of when he likes a certain type of player that fits his system it's perfect. Oh it's yeah, great. he'll he'll throw himself under the bus for that. Player. Exactly. Yes, yes. But Luke Shaw is not that type of guy. No, he Luke didn't, Shaw's not that type. And of I guy. feel terrible He's for the Luke scapegoat. Shaw. Luke Shaw was there when Mourinho took over, so he wasn't his pick. So Mourinho. He's like Juan Mata. <laughs> right. It's, exactly. And look what Juan Mata is doing. Juan Mata is nothing. I, is no, but he but. No, I, but I mean, like, he's not even given the opportunity. Like, like it's so like. Can you imagine? Imagine like being one month. You, you like, you're, you're an international player. You're a decent guy, and you're pretty good. You're not playing in your home country, and and this Portuguese guy shows up, kicks you out of Chelsea. You go, okay, yeah. he's never gonna come to United, yeah. right? You fi- and he finally gets United. away. <laughs> he finally gets away, and then next thing <laughs> you know, just can't get away from this guy. Yeah. Juan Mata then, makes a name for himself exactly. at United. He's then he then Mourinho comes. <laughs> He scores goals still for Mourinho, and look at him. He's now on the bench. We right. never hear about one month. What a Juan sad Mata. life, man. This guy should just he, retire. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know. He, he like, can't escape. <laughs> I, Juan Mata can come to the MLS. Watch Mourinho is going to follow him. I don't know. Oh, Maybe. Yeah, he'll do it. 
Mourinho will be like, I'm expanding my brand. <laughs> it's it's just amazing. I, I I I feel so bad for him, but. So here's my question: Does Mourinho stay on the t- like? Is he remain? Does he remain the manager next year if they don't make the top four next year? If they don't see that's so that's they the don't issue. Make it this year, and the, assuming uh, right. they don't make it next year, what happens? To so, I envision United focusing on the Europa League now because they need to get back into the Champions League. They need to play Champions League football. It brings in a lot of money. All they are a very wealthy club, but it's also players want to play in the Champions League. Yes. So for them to bring over, should they bring over Griezmann? They need the Champions League spot. So if they don't get it so, next year, what happens? You, I, you I spent say, on you, Griezmann, you, right? Assuming right. this is the end of next year, right? I'm finishing. Right. Okay, go ahead. Griezmann, Pogba, Zlatan. Actually, that one was free, so it doesn't right. cost that much money. You gave up on Depay, which he's actually doing pretty well in France. So you know, yes, who knows. Uh, you you did spend on Bali, and he's pretty good. Um, you don't give enough attention to Marcus Rashford. Uh, Luke Shaw. You want to tear, yeah, Luke Shaw. You want to tear. Well, you you just want to scapegoat Luke Shaw. You want to terrorize Juan Mata because poor guy, that guy <laughs> can't get a break. So you know, after all of that, I personally think if they don't make it in the top four next year, he's gone. I, I, I have to point, agree. At that he needs to go back to Portugal and coach like right. Porto or Benfica. I, I have to agree, and it's because you got to give him a chance. You, he's definitely got to stay next year unless they have some abysmal start. And he needs to at least right the ship and kind of see where he's going. I I really need to see um, how like how they kind of develop and, and the type of players that he focuses on next year. But they need that Champions League spot. If they don't make the top four, I can't see Mourinho there. They need to bring in a man like Manchester United. They need to be in the top four. They need to be challenging. Yeah, for I mean the it's title. Manchester United. Exactly. You know, they I mean, they like, challenge like they when got Fer- rid of Van Hal no, for this, right? And it's and, the same. And thing. Van Hal, he had he was twenty six of thirty eight at home. Yeah, he's, he's significantly better. I mean, I, I I don't know. Look, I. For me, it's it's a little concerning, and and we if if we want to just end this this podcast on a positive note, let's talk about the potential transfers this summer, so that maybe Mourinho, right. if he's listening to us, has some hope. He'll and and so, and hopefully he'll listen a little bit. So, for right, our, for exactly. Our you know, fantastic because, insight. Because even though he's the special one, we just might be the future special ones. But anyway, exactly. I don't know. I mean, maybe we can go into managing. I mean, you look like what's his name, the famous actor, ah, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look like Paul Rudd. I mean, that's special already. So here's here's my first question. So, uh, uh, Kylian or Kellyan, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Mbappe. Mbappe is wow. is the superstar out of Monaco. He's 18 years old. Where does he go? Does he stay? Does he go? And where does he go? There's been links of him to the Premier League. Okay. Um, I definitely think that he's gonna leave Monaco. Um, it was. Fantastic watching him play in the Champions League this year. That was fantastic was, seeing him beat Guardiola. Yeah. That's really <laughs> the best part for me. He was electric and and he had like a flair to his game. And every time I like I heard something on the offensive end, the commentary was saying Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe. Mbappe. And it was it was it was through him. And so I would love to see him go to uh, a league, a, a separate league, other than other than Ligue where Gun. Monaco is. Yeah, I mean, Ligue One. Ligue One, it's it's just not really. Exhilarating to me, minus yeah, it's, PSG. It's, four, it's probably fourth in in Europe in terms of like just prestige. It's it's a very attacking right. league. But the I fact agree. that he scored all those great goals in the Champions League shows you that 
it's not right. just he the, can yeah it's not yeah. just the league it's it, he has he's, the ability um maybe i would like to see him pos- maybe liverpool liverpool okay let's see that but he's you know that's actually a really nice pick i like that i haven't heard that in a while by anybody because that, that's I, pretty cool because I've, you know why he's got the power you know, and Klopp's all about like beating the heck power out of and and, and you know? energy and too. And it's the English team, you know, everybody's beating each other up. I personally, I don't think Liverpool has enough money, but I think Klopp does need a striker. And he does. He could convince Liverpool to be like, y'all, let's just make a big move. Investment and and they could potentially challenge people with, with him with just Mbappe. Just imagine with Mbappe and Milner. Oh wow. <laughs> What a combo. I mean, they, they need more than just that, but that's already, like, your advertising yeah. pitch is already set It's in sold. England. Like, that's fantastic. See, all the season tickets bought out one and day. And Mbappe's going to get international fame from that, so it's going to be great. Okay, so what about Hamas? My pick is that he leaves, and I would really like to see him at PSG. I really, really, really think he would do very, very well at PSG. I think Hamas can make that move back to, back to Liga 1. I, I, I definitely think... I'm not 100% sure just because I think Hamas is definitely a type of player where the style needs to really fit around him. So he needs to find a team that fits his style of kind of laid back, a little counterattack, you know, give him the freedom to do what he does and not really have an identity to his position. So I, I de- he, the Liga 1 is a nice answer with, with PSG because he thrived at Monaco. So uh, I'm not sure how he fits in at PSG. You have Di Maria there. You have Cavani. So it, it's it's a little. It, I think it. I think the pairing with him and Verratti is nice, though. Right. And um, so what uh, about um, uh, what about Sanchez, Alexi Sanchez? He's leaving. There's no way he's staying. Even if Arsene I'm. Mega yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, sorry, Gunners fans. I'm sorry, but I'm not. But it's it's <laughs> I, it's kind of sad to see Sanchez go go from Arsenal for me. Yeah. I I, I liked the move when he made the move over. It it, it kind of like really put. Him Arsenal, on the yeah, map him too. on the map a little bit, and he distanced himself from from Messi and Neymar's shadow a little bit. And Alexis Sanchez became a a, a real big name in the market. And so there, where does he go then? I saw links of him going to Chelsea. I agree with that. I, I like I, that I, to Chelsea. I, I think that's very nice. I think the only the the other team that he could go to is Juventus. What about uh, Obama Young? They've got a lot of young right. teenagers coming in, so there's no way he's staying, in my opinion. I would like to see him stay. Really? I, I, would I like, like to. it too, but I, I, I just like I just can't really picture him in another uniform. Yeah, you know, putting on those masks. Yeah, and a, I, a Real Madrid. He, I, he just so fit, sure. he fits in so well at, at at Dortmund. He could be Benzema's replacement, possibly at Real Madrid. You know, he he could be that. He could also go to Liverpool. You know that's that's yeah, another that's option. An, that's another option. Imagine Liverpool. You have a, you really spend high with Obama Young and possibly who, get who played with Klopp, right? Right. And and you also get Hamas. That that's a really nice pairing. I mean, I'd I, I'd, look, I'd go buy the game. I'd fly from New York to right to, to Maryside and go watch the game. <laughs> All right. So uh, who else is there? What about Benzema? I'm not sure where Benzema goes. I I think Benzema is kind of winding down. He's not really the big the big name that he was. It's since the, it's, Alice, the scandal last summer, he, he yeah he's just know. he hasn't really been the same, and he he he's not cut out for Real Madrid anymore. Real Madrid needed definitely need a new striker than Benzema. The fresh face. Yeah. He need yeah they need that fresh face. I mean they usually did that every few years. You had Ronaldo and, and I I think uh, Benzema came in and re, uh, replaced Adebayor when he was there at Real Madrid. So, I could see Benzema possibly making a move to 
uh, the premiership or or possibly go back to France. I see him going to Roma personally. I, I, I think I think that'll be a really nice one. Um, and then just just last one to close this one out. So Kun Aguero has just been attacked by Guardiola so often. We've even talked about it. Obviously, Griezmann's most likely going to Manchester United. So where does that leave Kun Aguero? I definitely think he's going to stay at City. Really? I, I, I think I think although he's been attacked, he's really been important to City. Uh, he came, when he came back, he he was just scoring goal after goal after goal. So I I don't see him really throwing Aguero away yet. But I mean, I, I think he'll definitely give him another uh, a shot for next year. Possibly move him January transfer window if they move him at all. All right, that sounds good. So basically, everyone. The Premier League's in a little bit of a mess this week. A lot of high-profile managers are in trouble. A lot of foreign managers are in trouble. But, you know, there is a lot of optimism in the future. Maybe Guardiola can repair his relationship with Aguero. Maybe Mourinho can continue to throw money at the issue and fix it somehow by throwing more money. The special one has his ways. I don't know, but he is special, and there's a reason why he called himself that. So, you know, for the WFUV podcast, I'm Mir Gori, followed up by Ricardo Franco. We just hope that next week is just going to be better off for these guys because they really need it. Hopefully so. Thanks, everybody. Ciao.